Rams podcast week 11. Ube Allen podcast. JFM, JFMB, Super Bowl 56 winning podcast. And we are still here for Rams stuff. Like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, you might, you thought that I was going to just not watch the games anymore. But I am a faithful fan. Like, it means anything. Like, it's, like, it does anything for me. It's a total waste of time. But, you know, it's just kind of embedded in my soul to support this team by watching their games on television and acting like I care when the season is pretty much over. But as I promised, I was going to be here on this podcast at least this season. And I was going to provide an update on every single week. And I'm going to do it for this week, too. And this week was against the Saints, and we lost. This was um, supposed to be the, uh, what was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be the NFC Championship rematch, I think. The 2018 NFC Championship rematch, where we kind of, the football gods decided that we, the Los Angeles Rams, deserved to go to the Super Bowl. So they hypnotized the refs into making a terrible call, defensive pass interference call, that sent us to the Super Bowl. And yeah, I think Saints fans kind of won't forget that. They've been salty ever since, and I know that they were extremely pissed that we won the Super Bowl last year. For me, you know, like I have no hard feelings towards the Saints. I love New Orleans. I love their people. It's one of my favorite, probably my favorite city outside of, you know, any city in California, next to New York City. But it's unfortunate, you know, we weren't even supposed to be there in the first place. We were supposed to lose to the Cowboys in a divisional round, but, you know, Todd Gurley and folks decided, and Dominic and Sue and Aaron Donald and company decided that we were going to beat Zeke and the Cowboys, and we advanced the NFC Championship, and then we Jared Goff, uh, and Drew Brees battled, and Jared Goff came off on top, came out on top, and this was supposed to be the kind of rematch. I know the Saints aren't really doing too well, but at least us, you know, we were supposed to be good. We were the reigning champions, but we're here, and this is just like probably one of the worst Rams teams in a while. And it's been a long time since we've sucked so hard. Like, <laughs> I honestly, I kind of, I kind of do remember because it's like, duh, it's kind of been like the story of the Rams for like the past decade and a half or so since like our last Super Bowl run in Super Bowl 36. Like, that's all we've been doing is just being extremely mediocre under 500 one of the worst teams in the league so like most of my life i've experienced the rams as being a terrible team but i'm just saying like the last five or six years or so you know ever since mcveigh came here it's been like i it's been good like yeah we had a kind of bad season in 2019 but we still had a chance you know it wasn't like we were sucking we were like in the bottom bottom with no hope like we knew that we had a chance to compete it just didn't work out that year
this year though it's like there's so many issues with this team and you know the the difference between now and like past teams is that instead of like before you know where we had like a draft pick and maybe like changing things around drastically maybe getting like a new quarterback or something like that we're kind of now now these days like we're kind of set into like what we have right now like we have Stafford for whatever how many years we have him left we have Ramsey Aaron Donald's gonna retire any time now uh Bobby Wagner's old um yeah there's not a little football shelf life is really not a long time so <laughs> a wasted season is a wasted season and you're not going to get that year back and it's just that's devastating but for a lot of us rams fans right now the only thing that's saving us from insanity and just the deep end <laughs> of sports depression is like the super bowl and there's a lot of people are like you know when they're critiquing a team and they're saying like oh my god you know they're playing this awful they're terrible right now was it all worth it and it's funny it, the resounding answer was it worth it is absolutely yes like it's the only thing that keeps me up at night now i'm just kidding it's the only thing that makes me that makes me realize like i'm good you know i'm fine for like maybe another decade or so <laughs> or two decades like i have this championship last year's championship season to always go back to and i just this week like or last week i was i was pretty pissed off that you know the season was kind of not going so well and it was over but i just like literally just watched the, the youtube videos the sounds the mic'd ups from the super bowl run last year and it just brought almost brought me to tears <laughs> honestly like emotionally wise like it's still so fresh in my mind and it's just you know I'll, I'll i won't understand like how big it was until like years down the line when i look back and i'm like wow i just that happened you know that happens with you know the giants as well because you know i root for the hometown team so like i'm a san francisco giants fan as i should be because you know you got to root for the home team and like the bam the memories of the uh world series runs that we had and all the memories i have connected to it whether it was just going to the game or going to autograph signing or getting gear watching games on television like all the memories surrounding those that year those years because <laughs> it was a dynasty those years like it's forever connected in my brain and it's just like i could always go back into that it's like the museum my brain museum of my memories and i could just go back to that section and just relive like how beautiful that was and just recount memories from that year from those years so i'm guessing it'll be the same with uh last year's super bowl run <laughs> like all the memories i have from that and yeah with that said I'm sorry for the long tangent, but there wasn't really much to say about this game um, other than the fact that nothing, you know, actually there are stuff to say about this game. <laughs> One of it being that we actually were competitive in this game. 
like in the first half first half like our offense actually did stuff i think it was like because mcveigh again for the million time millionth time like he's nothing without the run game and we all know that but so he decided to run the ball as he should and he actually found success in running the ball and the offensive line blocking the rush blocking was really good i thought that there's a lot of holes there's a lot of great there's a lot of opportunities to get yards and we did that and a huge chunk of our drives were con- were successful because of the run game and it really it really looked like our past selves <laughs> like like before where we actually looked like a fun- functional NFL team so the rush blocking was great and then Matthew Stafford came back this week and he you know had some had some issues without Cooper Cup who's out for the season but everybody else started stepping up finally like Van Jefferson had a catch here there Higby was there Allen Robinson had a touchdown and we were driving down the field everything looked good and yeah Staff, the passing game was fine, and then the highlight of the passing game was Tutu Atwell. If you remember that guy that we drafted absurdly high, he had a deep ball, a deep ball catch, like a really deep 62-yard 60, touchdown pass from Matthew Stafford, and they connected on the money. He caught him in stride, and it was perfect, like, that's exactly what we kind of expected from Tutu Atwell. Why he hasn't found his way into the roster. Maybe it's because, you know, he's not ready. You know, maybe we haven't found ways to integrate him. But we have no choice anymore. Like, he has to play. <laughs> and he looked good. Like, I think the one thing with Tutu Atwell that I was really looking forward to is that he's a small dude. But he catches like a big guy. And we, I've kind of yet to see him like bring down some tough catches, but the speed's there for sure. He's very fast, and there just has to be a way for Sean McVay to get him more involved in the offense. But that was good to see. So that was that, and then the second half, you know, I'll get to that soon. So this week, you know, the offense actually provided help towards us winning the game, so the defense had something to play for. You know, we had, defense hasn't had much help recently. Like, it seems like they're doing all the work and they're pretty much tired of the offense not, not holding their end of the deal. But in this week, like, the offense actually decided to do stuff, and they provided, they gave us a chance to win this game. They scored points, and all we had to do as our defense was supposed to be, you know, like the shutdown all-star defense with Jalen Ramsey, Bobby Wagner, and Aaron Donald. The, we were supposed to be shutting down the Saints offense who was starting Andy Dalton, of all people. And instead, the opposite happened, and Andy Dalton ended up tearing up our defense. <laughs> and he was slicing and chopping it up like any, like Colt McCoy backup last week and the week before with tom brady is just the same stuff and i'm i sound i sound like a broken record that you know i'm saying the same stuff but it's the same stuff like it's 
all these short routes, these inside routes, these quick passes where it just seems like there's always somebody like wide open. And I know a lot of Rams fans are kind of like yelling at their screen saying like, why isn't Raheem Morris changing stuff up? Why isn't he changing the scheme up? I don't know. I really don't know. But is I mean, it's two straight weeks of two very mediocre below average I'm sorry Andy Dalton and Colt McCoy but these aren't stellar quarterbacks that we're getting that are torching us up you know it's just very pathetic and (laughs) a lot of defensive lapses during the game Jalen Ramsey got burnt and other yeah we got burnt all around and as a result like our offense eventually shut down after Stafford mysteriously fell ill to concussion protocols again part of me thinks that we're just shutting him down but i'm not gonna you know go into conspiracy theories but honestly it's kind of best that we not play stafford anymore (laughs) so in came bryce perkins and sean mcveigh still thinks that bryce perkins is only capable of running running uh run options off the shotgun and he can't pass the ball but yeah he had no choice and Bryce Perkins had to pass the ball but the offensive line was getting dominated in the second half not very similar to how the Niners did it you know it's just straight dominance and just poor blocking pass blocking from guys like Bobby Evans who's playing absolutely terribly and other offensive linemen who I don't even know just like the most random dudes but by then the game was over and that's how the rams lost in week 11 (laughs) and yeah i mean nothing much to really take from it other than tutu atwell doing really well um kyron williams our running back rookie our future running back look really good that one too i'm sorry about that but again like we we had to give him like run room to run but he's a very fierce runner very aggressive and yeah cam Akers look good but you know he's not going to be here after this season <laughs> it's more all right we just got to focus on the guys that we have you know and alan robinson is slowly kind of becoming reliable you know as long as we put the ball in good areas he's not he's not a wide receiver that's going to bail out a quarterback like he had to really give him a ball that he could catch and he'll make it (laughs) with that said that that will be the rams podcast or the end of that part we had the chiefs next week and my expectations maybe uh a 30 piece can't be that bad 30 piece by halftime rest of starters i'm talking about the chiefs by the way (laughs) And speaking of the Chiefs, we'll end it on that on them. Um, Tra- Travis Kelsey, you got to check their pa- podcast by the way. But I have to give props to Kelsey, tight end for the Chiefs, for absolutely dominating the Chargers every single time. Just like Ladanian Ladanian Tomlinson back then, when he used to just go to Oakland every year and just dominate those dudes. Is <laughs> similar to Travis Kelsey, just obliterating this Chargers defense every single time they play just unbelievable but it's more 
of you know ode to uh just how good the chief's organization is in finding a depth around a wide receiver field because they don't have Tyreek Hill, but they found a bunch of reliable guys that could take away potential double teams from Travis Kelsey, which is the only thing that could stop him at this point. And yeah, Mahomes worked his magic again. Herbert was dishing as well, had a drive that was supposed to win the game, but his defense let him down. Because they can't tackle the 6'5", 250-pound tight end that just can catch and run and do everything. It's unfortunate. But it's funny because, you know, it's a great bounce-back story, I guess, for Patrick Mahomes, who is already getting um, overrated talk and people hating on him this early in his career. It's like, man, you know. But he's he's doing work. Offensive line looks great. Looks great. He's making good decisions. And yeah, that team looks really good. And I think that's all I have to say. Again, we will be we I'll be back here again next week and every week to talk to you about the Rams. And that's it. Peace. <laughs> Ooh.